Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Enlightened Empaths, your community for the spiritually awakened, where we discuss, explore, and connect with fellow empaths, healers, intuitives, and seekers. Hello, empaths, and happy new year. We hope you are celebrating the start to a great 2024. Happy new year, Denise. Happy new year. I hope you had a wonderful celebration over the last week and that your new year is off to a really gentle, peaceful start. Yes. Same to you. I think it's going to be a good year, right? Yes, it is. We wanted to talk about some just casual chatty things is just things that have been on our mind, things that we've been kind of reading and thinking about over the holiday break and just kind of share with you guys some of the thoughts and things we've been thinking about as we prepare for a brand new year. We're going into a universal year of eight, which, yeah, the first time I, when I said that to you, Denise, you said, oh, that's a year of work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Eight is a year of work. It's it's the year, it's the number that most CEOs and US presidents have as their life path number because eights do tend to work really, really hard. But a universal year of eight, it's also about personal power. It's about embracing your self-worth and recognizing that you have the right to raise your hand and say yes and stand up and step into your power. So I think it can be a really good year when looked at from that perspective. Eight years are also about investment. So it's also going to be a great time to invest in financial stuff, property, but also to invest in yourself. Eights are also about fitness and health goals. So this would make it a fantastic year to join a gym or try yoga or work on Tai Chi, anything that you've been thinking about trying for your own personal health and fitness goals should go really, really well during a universal year of eight. It's considered a number of good luck because it's the two never ending circles. So it's about an infinite number of an, an infinite amount of good luck that is possible for us if we proceed in the right direction as we embark on this new year. I love that. And a lot of times for me, eights are, are harbingers of, of change. So, or and I think that that's what we're all looking forward to this year is some changes, some shifts, some feeling more confident stepping forward into the new year. Yes. Our last personal year of eight would have been 2015. Oh, okay. Right? Because two plus one is three and three plus five is eight. Yeah. Look at me. Okay. I'm doing math. I'm doing simple <laughs> math off the off. 2015. And then before that, it would have been 2006. So think about what your years looked like in 2006 and 2015. And it should give you a little indication of what 2024 will be. Okay. And if those were, were rugged years, there were there were some things that were, you got through it, you got on the other side, it made you more of who you are now. So I think sometimes I catch myself looking back in retrospect and thinking, oh, that was so horrible. That was this, it was this because of the time frame. But it was always a stepping stone into something that led to a better place. Yeah, exactly. And that's what an eight will do. Because you have to think about in numerology, we go through nine-year cycles, right? So right. after this year, eight, which is where you, you work, you make your goals, you manifest, you invest in yourself, you embrace your personal power, and you really start to get serious about who you are and what you want to do. So that in the next year, 2025, we'll be in a universal year of nine, which is called the recognition and reward year. So just remember that all the hard work 
and amazing goals you're going to set for yourself personally and professionally are going to set you up for 2025 when you can really receive the benefits of all that hard work. Well, what's interesting, and I've shared this with you before, is there are oftentimes patterns in readings that I'm doing. And lately, for any kind of intuitive readings, it's come through. And many, many, many of us have felt this way over this past several months of almost being kind of held in suspended animation, but feeling this tractor beam pulling us in a new direction. And there's something right on the periphery, but we're not quite sure what it is yet. And we're being drawn in this new direction. And I think that goes along with this energy of the eight year that you're saying. And as a time frame, and I'm sure the astrologers know more about this, but it keeps coming up over and over that there's going to be a shift, an empowering shift around the middle of this month, around the middle of January, but also again in February. So I feel like things are going to start to move towards whatever that is on the periphery that you've been feeling drawn towards. And I know that's a little vague, but it fascinates me that so many people have been feeling that. Yeah, I think so too. And you will see that, that common thread in readings, and it tends to highlight some major shifts that everyone that we're all going through together because we are all connected. Yes. In Tarot, the eighth key card is strength. And that's the card with the, the young woman who's gently petting the lion. And so think about what a lion represents. So it's it's about taming the lion within you, but it's also about recognizing that you have the power and the strength and the wherewithal within you to do whatever it is you set out to achieve this year. A lot of times when the strength card comes up in a reading, for me, it also indicates trust your intuition, trust yourself. And I think that that's something a lot of people have been really working towards, but also wanting to feel more confident in trusting their own inner knowing and light. Yeah, exactly. I want to talk a little bit about some crystals that are really, really good for manifesting goals in the new year. The first one is window crystals. Now, these are actually pretty easy to find. They are clear. Typically, you'll find them on clear quartz crystals. And it's whenever you see a diamond-shaped window, usually located at the top of the stone. So if you're having a hard time picturing that and you're not driving, <laughs> you can Google window quartz crystal and, it, and the picture of it will come up. Melody from Love is in the Earth says, Window crystals will come to a person when he or she is willing to honestly look within the self and accept truth. You can use window quartz to locate lost items. You can just visualize an image of the item in the window and then meditate with the window quartz. And often the location of the item will appear in your mind's eye. But what I want to highlight for today's show is using window quartz for manifesting a goal. You can visualize the goal being achieved while you're holding your window cords. Really spend some time in this. Meditate on it. Really make sure that you're getting the emotions that go along with your goal. So you want to get the smells, the sensations, the feelings, the sounds, everything that you're going to sensorily experience when this goal is achieved. Then you want to project this image into the crystal through that window and then hold the crystal over your third eye with the window side of the quartz crystal facing your third eye. So rest the window against your third eye and allow your intuition to help you see the next steps you need to take to achieve your goal. Oh, it's a really, really good way to start to not only manifest, but to also work with a crystal to help you because, you know, sometimes you have a goal and it feels more like a dream because you can't even see what the next step is. Right. You know, like you might want to go back to school, but you don't have the funds to do it. So it feels like a wish, but you mm -hmm. can work with window cords to help you see the next step. So now, when, when you said that it was for finding lost items, my the old Catholic in me immediately went, I wonder if St. Anthony had a piece of window quartz in his pocket. <laughs> I'm sure he does because that man is a miracle worker and he has never failed me. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
Good to know. I'm telling you, he has never failed me. It's it's wild. He will always help me find whatever it is I need. And and don't forget, you can ask St. Anthony for non-physical things too. Like if you feel like you've lost your, I don't know, your sense of joy about the new year, or you're like, I don't even have a goal for the new year. You know, I remember my dad, my dad was the king of dad jokes and he got such a kick out of his dad jokes more than anybody else. You know, he'd tell some stupid joke and laugh for like 10 minutes. His big New Year's Day joke, when people asked him, you know, what, what are your New Year's resolutions? He would say, my New Year's resolution is to have no resolutions. And my God, Denise, how he would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're feeling that way, you can ask St. Anthony to help you find what it is that you should be seeking and working on now. Now, another crystal that's really, really good for manifesting are called projector crystals. That's any crystal that has a flat base that rises up and terminates to a point. So a generator quartz is a great one or an obelisk or pyramid as well. And what you can do is hold the flat base of that generator quartz to your third eye. Visualize your goal, your intention, and project this energy into the crystal through that wide flat base, and then visualize it projecting out into the world. When you've done that, and you should do that every morning or every evening, whenever you meditate for about three to five minutes, doesn't sound like a long time, but it actually is. And it really helps to give soil and seed to your goal. Then what you wanna do is write your goal down and place the projector quartz over that goal throughout the day. So you wanna pick it up and meditate by holding it over your third eye, visualizing that goal going out into the world, send it out there so that it can land where it needs to land and get the roots needed to help it grow to fruition for you. But when you're not meditating with it, rest it over a little index card or piece of paper that has your goal written on it. And something I always do is I'll write my goal down, always write it in the present tense. You don't want to write, I will, or I wish. You want to write it as though it is happening right now. I am so excited that I'm going back to college. Whatever it is that your wish is, I am so happy with my new job. So you want to write it in the present tense and then fold it towards you at least once to bring that energy into your auric field. I like to fold it at least three times and turn it each time and fold it towards me. And then I put my generator quartz over it. And it's just a fantastic way to really get your energy and your intent and your vibrations up to help manifest that goal. Now, Katrina, who writes such fabulous books on crystals, I need to I need to turn around in a minute and find the names of her books so I can give them to you. She says generator crystals can magnify our thoughts up to a thousand times. Think about that. If crystals can help clocks and computers and all sorts of things work, if you can take a clear quartz, a battery, and a piece of copper and make a radio, imagine what you can do with a projector quartz crystal, a generator crystal, to help magnify the thought and intent of your goals for the new year. You can also use generator quartz to direct telepathic thought. You can use it to clear negative energy in a room and you can use it to charge the aura. So it's a fantastic stone if you can find one. They're not that hard to find, believe it or not. And because they are typically clear quartz, they're not super expensive either, which is all really good news. Now, when I say direct telepathic thought, what do I mean? Well, let's say you are looking for that new job and you've gotten the interview and you're like, woohoo, and you think it went really well. You can go home from that interview and take your generator quartz, hold it to your third eye, the big flat wide base, and direct a positive thought like to that boss, such as I cannot wait to hire Denise and just keep sending that thought to your future boss. I've never done that personally, Denise, because it feels a little infringing on free will. What do you think? Right. And I, I didn't, I never knew about putting the base on there and I'm visualizing that as you're speaking about it. And it makes sense because you're projecting and shooting that energy out. You're in 
we all, the manifestation thing, this is kind of an aside, kind of not, is there was someone that was taking a class with me who was really interested in juju and then said, you know, no, I think I'm supposed to go and take a completely different track. This person was in their 40s and said, no, I'm I'm going to study and I'm going to law school. And I thought, okay, well, good luck. I, I wish you the best. And I just got a note yesterday that passed, got accepted into a, a pretty exclusive law program. And then the question was, well, how will I pay for this? And ended up getting full scholarship. So that was manifested though, because I remember this person putting that out there and saying, I'm going to work hard, but I'm also going to set the intention that this is happening in my life. So I, I'm not saying click your heels together three times because I do think that work goes with this as well. But it is pretty amazing if you're on the right path that spirit will find a way to get you where you need to be. Exactly. And it's it really is about our, our intent, our energy. The book I was talking about before is by Katrina Raphael and it's called Crystal Enlightenment, The Transforming Properties of Crystals and Healing Stones. I like her books. I like Cassandra Eason's books on crystals and Judy Hall's Crystal Bible, of course, and Melody's Love is in the Earth. Just That's just my crystal aside there. <laughs> just off the top of your head, the, the favorite crystal books, yes. Well, I mean, they're just so good. And it's so nice to have little helpers with us when we're trying to manifest goals, because you're right. It's the, it's, everything is intent. Everything is about our mood, our energy that we're putting out into the world. You know, before the holidays, I went to tour around Savannah, Georgia, and you know how you can do those hop on, hop off trolleys? Yes. Okay. So we're doing that all day. And it's nice because you can, you know, as the title says, you can hop on and hop off, but as you're on the trolley, they're giving you a little historic background of the city. So we get on and the one tour guide on the trolley is like, look around you people. Everything here is built by SCAD, you know, Savannah School of Art and Design. And let me tell you, that school is about $90,000 a year. And I can't tell you how many alum get on this trolley and they tell me they're managing a pizza place. So I don't know. And he's just going off on the city, going off on SCAD. Meanwhile, Part of the reason I was there to visit one of my oldest and dearest friends who works at SCAD and I'm texting her. I'm like, uh-oh, you got this bad tour guide <laughs> spewing <laughs> lies about SCAD. And she's like 90K a year. I wish. She's like, those are all lies. So we we hop off and we go to visit the Prohibition Museum and have lunch and we hop back on the trolley and it's another woman. And she says, Look around you, everybody. You'll notice that about every other building says SCAD on it. And we we here in Savannah, we are so grateful for this Savannah School of Art and Design because without them, this city would not be the thriving, flourishing center it is. Wow. And I thought, wow, look at that. You Right there is an example of how you can take the same thing, you know, a college town and twist it any way you choose. Right. You and know, who do you think has the more positive life of those two tour guides? And neither, that's not rose-colored glasses either. That's gratitude and, and giving credit where credit's due, that the impact that that school is having on the community. Exactly. So I do think whatever it is that you're saying, not only to yourself, but also to your friends, you know, really be an observer of your words that you just so casually drop in conversation because they are revealing what your true thoughts and emotions and feelings are about yourself and the world around you. And we've, we've talked about this a lot in, I have a, a friend that is, we joke about, you know, the Eeyore nail in the ass kind of a thing, but it it's so easy to get pulled into that that pervasive it, well it can become very pervasive to go into a negative fear-based place and that's not the way we want to start the year and if you're surrounded with people like that then just block it out and say you know this is my life and i'm going to do it the way i want to do it yes exactly 
There's other crystals you could use for manifesting specific things too. I want to mention quickly, like, let's say you want to uh, manifest more success this year. You can choose um, a citrine. It's a great stone for that or a pyrite. And you can, you can charge it under the light of the sun. You can cleanse it under the light of the moon. You can also run it through the smoke of a candle to really charge it with, with light and ask it to work with your goal of creating more success. And you can do that for any crystal, depending on your goal. You want to invite more love into your life, find a soulmate, clear quartz, two clear quartz growing together, different termination points, sharing the same base, or you can use a rose quartz or a rhodochrosite, also very, very good for love. If you want more luck, you can use green jade or green aventurine. So I just think it's great to think about what your specific intentions and goals are for the new year, and then maybe ask your little crystal friends to help you. Okay. And for, for those of us that like to pick up rots and twigs and little feathers and stuff when we're out marching around out in the woods, sometimes I can get that same thing from a stone. Like I'll just pick up a rock and I'll feel that energy and that vibration and that connection with it as much as if it was a traditional crystal. Oh, 100%. Yes, yes. I Those are, you know, we have that famous book, Gifts from the Sea, which I love, but we have gifts from the woods too. We have gifts all around us from nature. And so, of course, any, any stone, a seashell, all of those can work. It's, mm -hmm. again, it's about, I think when you're walking in the woods or walking along the beach or walking on the sidewalk in your city and you find something, Often it's accompanied with an energy of, oh, this is for you. Right. Sometimes you'll find something and know I got to leave it there for someone else. Or sometimes you'll find something and know you need to pass it on to someone. But often it has that energy of this landed in my path for me. And it is all about energy and frequency and vibration. So when you were listing all the different stones and I'm thinking, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. All the different crystals. And then I thought, well, Sometimes if I hold, I mean, I've shared with you that I really like malachite, which is a very strong stone, and a lot of people don't care for it because of that. But for me, that really resonates with my energy. So I get tingles whenever I touch malachite, especially if it's a strong piece. So I think with whatever, I would consider that a really lucky stone for me because it has such a strong personal, I have such a strong personal reaction to it. A hundred percent. Yeah. You got to pay attention to how you vibe with a, with a stone or a crystal yeah. or a rock or a seashell. No <laughs> One thing I love to do if I'm trying to grow a goal. So say, for example, you have a goal of growing a business or you want a relationship to grow in love and commitment, anything that you are, you have a budget, a money idea, and you want, you know, you've set an intention, I want to earn this amount every month, whatever it is, if it involves growing and blossoming and expanding, you can take a crystal that represents that and place it at the underneath down in the soil of the of a plant that's easy to grow. You always want an easy, no orchids here, people. You want a jade, <laughs> a money tree, a bamboo, uh, no cactus either. That's not very good feng shui for this, but something that's easy to grow. I love to use a money tree for financial goals. I like to use a jade plant for luck, like good luck and good fortune goals. But really, you can you can use what what resonates with you and write down again your goal, what it is you're trying to grow. Place it underneath that potted plant, or you can just if you're potting the plant yourself, you can put it inside between the soil and the base of the of the plant's container and put that rock in there as well and know that every time you water that you are telling your subconscious that you're watering and feeding this goal that you're going to work on growing in the new year i've had really really good outcomes with that i've been doing that for gosh 20 years now oh my and that's it, something that everyone can do. It, it's a it's an easy one. That's not, and it's it's a consciousness of your the plant needs water. You'll and if you're not remembering, oh, I put that little stone in there. At least you're, like you said, your subconscious is triggering that. Exactly. And you know, I want to 
I want to go back to something I was saying before about my my trolley guides. I think it's okay to have negative thoughts about things, right? And negative emotions and feelings. I I don't want to come off as everything needs to be positive and we're going into a new year and everything's going to be perfect and wonderful and blessed. I think we have to, we've done so many shows on shadow work and befriending the shadow and all of that. I'm So I'm not saying push any of that down. Recognize it, befriend it, get to know it, incorporate it into who you are, but try to find the positive in it as much as you can and try to leave the past in the past and leave the future to the future and focus on the present moment and focus on what you can be grateful for in this moment. And it can be the smallest thing. It doesn't have to be a huge, big thing. There's a phrase that's been going around so much throughout 2023 called glimmers. I love that idea. Do you want to talk about what a glimmer is? Sure. Well, we're all really familiar with triggers and how those work. And the opposite is glimmers. And they're just those little little tiny moments that bring us some joy or some peace, or they can help redirect our nervous system to feel safer and more calm. And during these times, and I think any time, that's really, really important. But they say that the this mind shifts, the shifting your mindset, to, it can make a positive impact not only on your mental health, but also your physical and spiritual health. So, you know, when you think about this, this was coined, glimmers were coined by Deb Dana, who's a licensed clinical social worker, and she specializes in complex trauma. And her book is The Polyvagal Theory in Therapy. And glimmers are, she refers to them as those small moments when our biology is in a place of connection or regulation, which cues our nervous system to feel safe or calm. Well, I think we can all use a few more glimmers. And we're not talking about great, big, giant, oh, you know, roller coaster of life things. We're talking about those little tiny things that bring us back into a more gentle, peaceful place. And we've, we've talked about what that might mean for us. But I think when you find those and it's not just those little moments that are bringing joy or happiness, but they can also spark anything in your life, that little thing that sparks ease, relaxation, a feeling of safety, a feeling of connection, feeling like the world is okay, even if it's just for a little moment. And some examples might be, as my favorite, you know, going out in nature, when you feel at peace with your garden, or you feel the energy of the trees, or looking at the stars at night, you know, noticing that someone's smiling, or, uh, you know, sometimes you hear a conversation and someone has such a warm tone to their voice that you know they're coming from a place of love and compassion, maybe connecting more with your animals. I I know that for many, many of us as empaths, our, our animals are a huge part of helping us self-regulate. And there's this next one is just a brief one. It's unexpected church bells or your favorite song playing on the radio. And this small town I live in, and I walk in certain times of the early evening, one of the churches in town plays the bells. And if I'm out walking by the river and I hear the bells, it just does bring a little peace. And I say a little prayer with that. So it it doesn't have to be big over the top stuff to really connect with a glimmer. No. And I think it's something that can be learned as well, which is really, really important. You know, I, I've been walking with my, my good friend for years and years and I'm always, you know, I'm always in a rush. I just am. And so when we started walking, we would walk five miles and I would say to her, okay, yesterday we did five miles in this amount of time today. Let's try to get this amount of time and shave off our time. Always setting goals. And we'd walk and walk and she'd stop all the time. Look, there's a hawk. Oh my gosh, there's a rainbow. Are those two Carolina doves? And I feel like, yeah, uh-huh, we're out in nature. That's going to happen. And it would kind of annoy me at first. And then I just decided to surrender to it. And it became my favorite thing. And I no longer cared how long those walks took us. I just enjoyed the beauty of being out in nature. So I mm-hmm. do think this can be taught, even if you're kind of a rush, rush, hurry, go, go person like me. <laughs> and they found that 
working with people who have experienced trauma that glimmers that it it's very respectful of you're not asking someone okay turn that frown upside down let's be positive you're giving someone a little tiny bit to hold on to to say well this is okay i'm making a step forward because you know the the neurobiology of this is that our brains have a natural tendency to look for the bad it's that survival mechanism and amy morn who's a a licensed clinical social worker and the editor-in-chief of Very Well Mind has said, you know, being on the lookout for danger can help keep us physically safe. But since we're no longer lurking in the forest, hiding from hungry animals, we don't need to focus on the negative so much to stay physically safe. And I think that's the concept of these glimmers is that finding those small positive moments over and over can begin to reshape our system and our outlook and our mindset and it can bring a, a truly beneficial impact on our mind and health. So I think, you know, what's flashing in my mind is different times in my life where there were some dark things going on and I would just pray and say, please let me get through today. Let me find something today. And the more you start to focus on being present, focusing on a positive, saying a grateful it is not Pollyanna. It really does work. And I'm not discounting if anyone is going through deep pain or loss or grief right now, but this is a really good way to, you're acknowledging the uncomfortable. It, like, say if you, you have a lot of uncomfortable emotions in your life right now, you're acknowledging them, but then you're looking for any little spark of joy or relaxation that can help counter that duress. Yeah. And it's just, it's anything that makes you feel safe as well, or just in awe of being alive and, and a member of this amazing, beautiful world. And so they are small things, but really they're big things when you think about it in terms of that, right? Well, I, I think it's the things that catch my breath. Like I'm just walking along, I'm overthinking the shit out of things and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I'll see like an owl just sitting in a tree and I'll be like, oh, and, it, and I feel like that's a glimmer. Yeah, I do too. Definitely. I love when you're falling asleep and you hear the sound of a distant train. Oh, I know that makes some people sad. I don't know why it makes me so happy. Oh my gosh, Denise, the most beautiful bird just landed on my window and is just sitting looking at me. Oh. Look, there's a glimmer. Wow. <laughs> but the, the the point of these is the more you start to notice them and acknowledge them, a big, big fan of saying thank you when you get a glimmer, is that you just, it starts to be fun when they show up more. And physiologically, your nervous system starts to move in that pattern of connection of joy, of, you know, knowing that there's something deeper being being triggered inside of you. So trigger is not the word we're supposed to be using, but glimmers really ignite something in you. And, you know, this, this woman, Dana invites people, she says, set a glimmer intention and, you know, say, I'm, I'm just going to hope for one glimmer before lunch. I'm, I'm having a glimmer before lunch, or, you know, I think starting small and it, it, I think, don't you feel that so many people will discount those little things because it's not, oh, I won $10. I really needed a thousand. Instead of saying, holy shit, I won $10. I know that's a pretty basic example, but. Oh, definitely. Oh, and that's another glimmer. When you like pull on an old pair of jeans and there's like a $10 bill in there. Oh, I love that. I do too. And you're like, what was I doing that I forgot there was $10 in my pocket? Or you put on a coat, like a raincoat that you don't wear all the time, or you take your a coat out for a new season and you reach in the pocket and there's a little treasure in there. Oh, like your favorite lip gloss you thought you lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> she also, uh, Deb Data also talks about expanding a glimmer into a glow, which Ooh. is where you just sit with that glimmer a little bit longer than 30 seconds and you just really embrace it, really just revel in the moment of that sun on your face 
or that bird staring at you in the window without trying to think, what does this mean? What is this a sign? Is this a message? Just just sitting with the beauty of the moment without really thinking about it and paying attention to your body and your emotions and the sensations that you're feeling as you stay with it. So you can take a little glimmer and help bloom it into this huge burst of joy. And, and I think you're right too about seeking out the glimmers and sending gratitude when you have them and looking for them and asking for them. I do this yoga class on Sundays that I love. The teacher is absolutely wonderful. And she always walks into class with her giant, giant crystal singing bowl. And at the end of class, when we're doing Shavasana, she plays the singing bowl. I don't know what it is. I have my own singing bowls. I can listen to singing bowls for free on YouTube. But there's something about being in the energy of that room when she does it that just makes peace infuse my entire body. And it's a glimmer I look forward to every every week. Oh, that's nice. That's nice that she adds that. Yeah, it really is. Keeping track of them, maybe making a note or putting a little thing in your phone about it, similar to when we teach people learning psychic or, or intuitive development or mediumship is keep a little journal and keep track. Of, and I think you'll start to be surprised how many more you're starting to get and generate. But some, it can, so it can be helpful to keep track of them or just to be more mindful of them. But you could also do things that like close your eyes and, and just picture a moment of peace, whatever that might be for you. And instead of focusing on the the unrest, the news, the fear, all of this stuff, go within and find whatever brings you a tiny, tiny bit of peace. Or think about what made you feel safe and cared for when you were a little person. And that may be, that's going to be different from all of us. It might be a person, it might be a place, it might be a comfort food, it might be anything. Or think of someone that you love, that you know loves you back, or that when you open your heart, I think, and instinctively, I just wanted to put my hand on my heart when I said that. So I do think glimmers are connected with filling that heart space again. I do too. Sometimes just putting your hands over your heart and taking a deep breath can create your own glimmer. True. There's something magical about pausing in your day to send love to yourself. Right. And I think starting out the new year with noticing glimmers, taking care of yourself, being thankful, that sounds, you know, altruistic, but not really, because that's what we're talking about in 99% of our shows are how can we take better care of ourselves? How can we respect the fact that we're very sensitive people navigating a world that might not feel that way right now? Yes, exactly. We need to do that. We need to go through our life intentionally. And you know, if you're if you're like me and you tend to write to-do list all the time, why not add that to your to-do list? Find a glimmer today and check it off when you find one. It's a great way, again, to manifest. Write it down, make it happen. What's really cool about this is nobody has to, you don't have to worry that your glimmer isn't the right one. So for me, this is a silly one, but I absolutely love the smell of fresh cut hay. I think it is one of the most glorious smells in the world. It is just, it brings me joy. That would be a glimmer for me. Someone else that has hay fever is going to say, oh, I hate the smell of hay. Some and I'm not, we've shared this. I'm not a big shopper for someone else that goes in and finds exactly the right purse on a sale that they've been wanting. That's a big ass glimmer, isn't it? Score. Yeah. <laughs> I I love the smell of an outdoor fire. Oh, that's a good one. That yes. makes me so happy. And I, it's not even like a childhood memory. I don't know what it is, but that's definitely a glimmer for me. I love finding things in nature. I love to set little intentions throughout the week that just make me happy. So one thing I've started doing at the end of 2023 was writing down each day things that I wanted to do that were just for me. Little tiny things, glimmer type actions. Well, not glimmers, I guess, because I was creating them, but I do think you can create your own glimmer. But you know, 
I don't know, don't you feel sometimes life can get so busy and it does feel like one long to-do list? And sometimes you look at your to-do list and you think, oh, like I remember when my kids were little and I was going in a thousand different directions and working all the time, you know, all the stuff young parents do. I can remember making my bed in the morning and patting the pillow and saying, goodbye, little pillow. I won't see you (laughs) for about 16 hours. And I just remember feeling like, oh, something's got to give. And so I would try each week to do something for myself. Now that my kids are older, I'm trying each day to do something for myself, whether it is a walk with my friend or just sitting on the deck with a good book or making a nice cup of tea, like like a ritualized cup of tea, not just a quick one. Little things like that and adding them into my to-do list. It's It's a really good reminder. Again, if you're impatient and on the go like I am, I think it's important for people like us to really carve out that time or else we're going to we're going to miss all those glimmers. So we've like I said before, we've got to kind of train ourselves. And I think glimmers can have a, a ripple effect. So I was walking through the grocery store a couple of days ago and there was this woman and she had a maybe a eight month old baby in the in the carriage or the buggy, depending on where you're from in the in the States. And they were just talking and the baby was laughing and they were going back and forth. And it was joyful because being around a little tiny person that's laughing is for me a big, big glimmer because it's pure joy. But it also instantaneously flashed me back to having that interactions with my children when they were that age. And it wasn't from, oh, I miss having babies. It was more that it reminded me of so much joy that I've had with my children over the years as they've grown and evolved and as I've grown and evolved. So I'm not missing what was, but do you feel like that too? Sometimes it's not your own personal glimmer, but it's one you're witnessing. Yes. Yes. And, but you made a really, really good point. You're witnessing it with joy and gratitude, not nostalgia and sadness. Right. Because let me ask you this, Denise, do you want to go back to those days? Oh my goodness. No, no, me neither. <laughs> no. And when people so say, glad I had them, we both loved them. We loved being yes. young moms and I can look back on it with so much gratitude, but it's not like, oh no, I want them to be little again. Well, that's, that's kind of really one of the cool things about, it, you know, getting more, more chronological years behind me is that Someone recently said, well, wouldn't you like to go back to high school? And I immediately said, well, hell no, um, because it I, I wouldn't. But I also, if you're still growing and evolving and learning and experiencing, you don't have any desire to go back and do what you've already done. Everybody's going to take a left turn, a right turn. A, you know, you're going to get caught on the rotary and the turn turnabout. But to go and relive it again? No, thank you. No. No, I have two things to say about that. One, I don't know if you saw all the news stories in 2023 about women pretending and enrolling in high school. Grown-ass women. Oh, stop it. Why? I'm not kidding. There were like three stories of women who were caught doing that. I I don't know why. I just thought. Je ne sais quoi. Okay, but oh, je ne sais pas. Oh my gosh, too long since I've had French class. But the other thing I wanted to say is one of my pet peeves, and I do have several, I know, but one of them is when I meet someone and I realize that their music interest stopped when they were young. Oh. That is a sign to me that that is not a person that I'm going to mesh with as a friend. Because you know those people who are like, there's no good music since the Beatles, or Mm -hmm. there's no good music since Metallica, or whatever it is. I don't like that. There's always good music being created and played. And I think if you want to have a flexible, growing, changing brain, you have to be open to new books, new music, all sorts of new stuff. Oh, I love that. Yes. Keeping, Keeping involved. You don't have to. I think it's what made me think of that was muscle memory. So- Recently, I was doing a big project and I put on old music that I know jazzes me up, that gets me really motivated. I love it. And it was from back in the day music. 
but it was positive memories. It was, you, you know, when you're, you have that muscle memory of how you used to move. And I think that's really invigorating. Would I, do I listen to it all the time? No. Do I listen to, I listen to everything. I love all, all genres except screaming hate rap, but we've had this conversation before about Eminem and rap and yeah. <laughs> yes. I love all screaming hate rap. <laughs> Even though Dr. Emoto says it's bad for us. Uh, well, that see, but you're, you're well-rounded because I know you also love mellow jazz. Oh, I do. I'm going to a jazz festival next month. Oh, I'm very excited. Wow. Yeah. I love all types of music, but you know, whatever, that's just me. But you know, you know what I mean? Those people who, or, or people who reread books and don't read new stuff blows my mind. I, I have, I've read a few books a couple times and there's actually one I'm going to revisit this winter, but for the most part, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's no way I would just reread. Now I, I understand, like I have a friend who rereads To Kill a Mockingbird every year. Mm -hmm. That's, that's fine. I think my daughter Tori has reread all the Harry Potter books at least three times. That's fine. That's something she loves. Both those, those women are still reading new stuff all the time. Yes. But I do have an acquaintance who has about eight or nine authors and she just recycles and rereads them over and over. Wow. Margaret Atwood, Ann Tyler, Ann Patchett, uh, those types of people with Maybe. great books. Maybe that's a comfort. Maybe it's a security and stability of like spending time with a dear friend. Sure. And I completely get that. I mean, look, how many, how many Golden Girls episodes do I need to watch? Really? It's troubling. <laughs> I can recite them. But I also watch new shows all the time. I'm just saying, I think as we enter a new year, we need to embrace new as well. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. The real key is to be open to the glimmers, to set the intentions, to, and not compare what you're doing with someone else. Let them live their life. Don't waste your turn worrying about what someone else is doing with their glimmers or their intentions. That's my, my kind of judgy pie there, I guess. No, I think that's absolutely beautiful. Before we wrap up, can I share a dream I finally had about my mom? Oh, I would love that. Okay. So as listeners know, my mom passed away in September and she has been really, really good at giving us signs that she made it to the other side, but I haven't had a dream about her and it's been really bugging me. So I've really have set the intention and I, yeah, I did. I kind of yelled at her. I'm like, mom, come on. You gotta, if anyone can come through in a dream, you know, cause she was super, super psychic herself. So last week I had a dream that I was FaceTiming her, which I thought was so interesting because my mom had a cell phone, but it was literally in the box in her junk drawer in her kitchen. Like she never used it and mm -hmm. she certainly never FaceTimed, but in this dream we're FaceTiming and she was complaining, you know, as she's wont to do, but she was saying that it's really hard over there because they're trying to teach her how to work with her energy and her consciousness. And she said, so Samantha, I know you're always going on about that. So I need your help. So the first wow. part of the dream was just me talking to her about what it is like to be over there and what she has to do. And it was so hard to do. She was kind of rolling her eyes like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. So she's talking and I'm talking and I said, gosh, mom, you look gorgeous. Cause she really did. She looked so young and so pretty. And she said, yeah, that's one good thing about being over here. You can pick any age you want to look like. And so I picked my thirties cause that was my happiest decade. And I said, well, you look fantastic. And she goes, yeah, but look, and she zooms in on the face, on the face thing. And she goes, I've got this like mole or pimple here on my cheek. I mean, for Christ's sake, this is heaven. Why would I have this? Is there anywhere I can complain to? Do you know, honey? And I was like, no, mom, you look great. And the whole time we're talking, this beautiful music is playing in the background. It sounded like Handel, like just this gorgeous old classical music. And I said, mom, where are you exactly? That music is beautiful. And she rolled her eyes and goes, oh my God, it's everywhere here. It drives me crazy. <laughs> and she goes, well, honey, your alarm's about to go off. So I better go. And she just clicked off. No goodbye, nothing. And my alarm went off. Wow. 
So it felt more like a visitation than a dream. Yeah, it really, really felt that way. It was so her. It was so funny. She was really reaching out for for help. She was there. She's in classes where she has to learn how to incorporate and work with her consciousness. And she really could not understand that concept. And she was very angry. My mother hated being in school. When she went back to, uh, gosh, I was I was little, five or six, and she went back to get her real estate license. She made my dad, who worked like 80 hours a week, go to real estate school with her at night because she was so afraid of school and going by herself. And so she was saying that she's just so nervous because they're telling her she's not doing well in these classes and she wanted my help. <laughs> oh, I like that she wants your help, though. I do, too. But you could picture her over there being like, who the hell do I know who would understand all this esoteric <laughs> shit? Oh, yeah, my daughter, Samantha. Let me call her. And the fact that you know it was her because she came to me, she's your mom, but she really did love to present well, to look nice, to be polished, to look pretty. And and to have her come through with that, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. And, and to find the one flaw. I remember one year she paid so much money to have this wallpaper put up in what she called the library. And it was bookshelf wallpaper. Remember like in the late yeah. 80s, everyone did that. And it looked gorgeous. And we're sitting there when it was finally all up and done. And she had the shelves, up, everything looked great. And she's just sitting there for days staring at it. And finally she goes, I knew it. I knew there was a flaw. See right there? Those books aren't lined up. Had the guys come back, take it all down. <laughs> so for her to find this one flaw in her pretty face, I was like, yeah, that was my mom. Aww. So hopefully she will come back. But it's just lovely to know that she's over there and she's in class and learning and doing well and has not changed a whole lot, which is so, isn't that something we see all the time when we do readings? Yes. That it's like a better version of themselves, but they're still themselves. Right. Right. And they'll let us know that they're okay, which is beautiful. Yeah, it really is. I loved it. I loved having that experience and just wanted to share it with everyone all right, that's all my ramblings. Do you have any ramblings? No, I th I think we've we, we've rambled beautifully, and we're just going to wish everybody a, a happy, peaceful, safe, loving start to twenty twenty four. It's going to be a great year for everyone. We're all in this together, and we're going to use our positive mindset, our intentions, and our desire to connect within and with others to manifest a really fantastic year of growth and blossoming and glimmers that grow into pure joy that we can rely on to get us through and achieve and flourish in each and every day of this year. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Happy new year. And remember as always to show up, do great work and share your light. Take care. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.